What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Longa Life Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Longa, and I'm super stoked and grateful to have you all here today. Cool episode today, guys. We have This Kid Loves. That is his Instagram handle. Uh, his name is Kyle DeGenero. He's the creator of the Love Movement, and which basically is a, it started as a clothesline, a clothing line, actually. And, uh, it turned into this place with an information resource that uh, people could really come and connect about personal growth and development and really just find a community there. And then uh, Kyle's really gone through a lot of stuff, a lot of changes, some radical changes in his life and done some cool techniques to get to those places. Things like ice, ice baths and a 12 day silent Vipassana retreat, which we talk a lot about, which is super cool. Um, another thing Kyle's doing is he's taking control of becoming his own boss. I had no clue that he was a Purium member like myself, a Purium brand partner. And we, so we discussed some network marketing stuff in here, which was kind of neat. I, it was unexpected to have that conversation. And it was cool because he discusses how this particular company was the first one that he's actually been able to have success with because it's the sole principle is helping people get better and uh, having he's was involved in other companies prior to this that he didn't have success with and he really talks about how scary and frightening it can be to get into network marketing so it was cool to hear him say that this particular company Perium is doing well for him it's doing well for me um, I'm super excited for you guys to hear about that it actually helped heal his psoriasis not just not, not the network marketing but Perium Perium helped heal his psoriasis so that's unbelievable it's super cool um, I, I'm excited for you guys to listen to this episode I also want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart from my family's heart to yours for everybody that has supported the podcast i put a link down there last week and last week's episode for anybody to be able to go follow it you go click the link it'll be in this week's description as well uh, if you click the link you can go there and you can support and it's anywhere from 99 cents a month all the way up to 10 dollars a month and any support would help tremendously i'm really trying to take this podcast to new places plus this is how my family and i you know this is one of the ways we make a living so any help that you can provide to this podcast will help it continue to thrive grow and maybe get some new features on there so i am super grateful to everyone who has gone out so far and donated i mean i know what it's like to give your hard-earned money away and i'm just i can't even begin to tell you how much that means to me so thank you all so very much if you'd like to donate check out the link it'll be in the description and again i will appreciate you to i can't even begin to put it into words um another thing is too i'll have links in the description to all of kyle's stuff um especially some purium stuff uh, if you guys find it interesting after listening to the episode uh go check out some of the purium links and you can see what that's all about and if you want to know more about the uh, network marketing side of it and becoming a brand partner you can always go over to my Instagram page and direct message me and we can have a whole conversation on that and connect more deeply on that um, plus I'd love to connect with you guys there anyway come over to the Instagram page I also have a Facebook page those are all linked up in the description I would love to know who's listening to the show what you guys like about it some things you might want to hear um, anything it would be awesome to connect with you guys I am so grateful for everybody so to meet you would be even better um excited for this week's episode excited for next week's episode just excited in general this stuff is awesome i'm having so much fun and i love you guys so much so uh as always uh get out there and get ready if you're out there in a drive or you're at home or all the stuff i always say i don't know why i always say this but <laughs> i just want to get you guys excited but if you're if, you, if you're ready for this just take a deep breath Open up those hearts, open up those minds. If you got a notebook handy and a pen, take a little bit of notes. We talk about some cool stuff as far as the gut health and things like that. So yeah, get ready for a super cool dude. And this kid loves Kyle DeGenero. Okay, what you might have to do, what we might have to do is just like close out and come back in. All right. Oh, hey, no. Oh, now I got you. I can hear you now. You got me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just can't see you anymore, which is okay. But if we can get your uh, image back, it's easier to talk to people 
than, <laughs> than your name. Good here. Yep. Yep. Ah, yeah. Got it. I don't know what the deal was. I've been on like 10 Zoom calls this week and it's never done that. So, man, my day has been uh, hectic. So I'm just with the whole Purium thing. You know how that goes. So you're a, fit, you're a partner, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, uh, this is my first month. So I'm trying to hit director in the next three days and I'm already, I'm like 95% there and Damn, I need nicely like, done. Yes. Thank you. I, I have never had success like this before with network marketing ever. Right. So, um, I don't know if you saw on my page today, I posted that transformation pick. Yes. And I got like, I, I think I sold based, I think six or seven ULTs today just from that picture. So that was like, fuck yeah, I'm doing the right thing here. <laughs> it's so true, dude. You know, my transformation picture was literally the catalyst to like a hundred people. I felt like I felt like a hundred people, but it's just like people came out of the woodwork and they were like, Oh my mm -hmm. God, man, what's going on? What are you doing? I just told them, I said, dude, like I've been on, I've been in other network marketing companies myself before too. And I've never had success, but this is something like you, I watched one of your uh, IG stories and you talked about like being afraid of, of network marketing. Cause it is, it's a, it's, it's, there's something about it that's intimidating, but this particular one, like yeah. you said, is like, it's, it's the first <clears throat> time, like you really just go give somebody help yeah. on a real level the, it, it, and it just works out. It's like, I don't even really know how to put it into words. It's pretty crazy. No, if we could put it into words, I don't think it would be going this well. That's it's a good point. We're just feeling it out. We're moving as we go and, and we're taking what we're given and flowing with that. Yeah, man. And like, this is the least I've pushed to ever make anything happen in my life. <laughs> right. So crazy. I pushed yesterday. Or actually today I was pushing hard on this girl, like buy this, buy this, buy this. And I had to, I stepped back and I was like, what am I doing right now? And I actually messaged her and apologized. And I was like, Hey, I just, sometimes I get so excited about this. I'm really sorry mm -hmm. for pushing like that. I know this is your decision. And she's like, no, she actually took the blame. She was like, no, I'm just really bad at answering. I'm sorry. And she went and bought it like 10 minutes later. No So I was like, way. what the fuck is happening, man? Yeah. <laughs> so it's coming in the strangest ways, man. It's coming in waves of success and waves of confirmation that we are on the right path. This is the right thing. Fuck yeah, man. hundred <clears throat> percent. So speaking of paths and stuff, man, I've like, I've looked into you and I've, we've only recently just started like connecting. So I only know a little bit about you. I know you got your, uh, your loved shop, the love shop.com. Uh, mm -hmm. you're a health coach. Uh, you do a lot of ice, ice baths, which I dig, um, yeah. fitness, the whole deal. So how did you even get to this place, man? How did you even get to where you're at now? So I was always, um, I was always an athlete and that part of my life still stays true with me today. I, um, since like four years old, I was playing baseball competitively. Mm -hmm. It was my goal to make it to college and then hopefully the MLB. Um, I made it to college, was playing baseball in Philadelphia for two years. Wow. And um, things just started, and in hindsight, I realized, realized all this, but back in the day, things just started falling apart. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? You know, I thought I loved baseball. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to always be the best and like have no worries about baseball. And it just didn't work out that way. So long story short, I ended up getting kicked off my team because of behavioral reasons. And I was drinking so much and yeah. all these things that were the catalyst for my change, but I didn't realize it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I get kicked off my team. I come home. I end up getting arrested twice. I end up, um, finishing college, but just barely like yeah. embarrassing myself all the time, drinking way too much. And, uh, I, my, where my destructive energy went was always to my relationships. Right. So mm. I had many relationships with different women and this one relationship in particular really brought me to my knees and it like held a mirror up to my face and said, look at what you're doing, Kyle. Like, look at the man that you are. Is this who you want to be? And so I remember the night I was, I just went through this fit of rage and, I, and it lasted so long. And it was like, like um, my friend Dan talks about the shadow of the dark night or, or I forget the, the wording, but it's basically that night where shit, go, shit hits the fan. And it's like, you have a choice to make. Like some people, the choice is, am I going to continue this or not? Like for me, the choice was, am I going to end my life or am I going to figure out what the mm. fuck to do here and how to live a better life? Wow. So 
I spent the whole next day and then some just crying and crying and crying and crying and couldn't stop. Like I was just purging things. Yeah, man. And once I picked myself up out of the dirt, I was like, all right, I remember taking a breath and I knew the first thing I had to do was go to talk to someone about this. Yeah. And my mom, luckily she's in the spiritual space and she has a lot of good resources. So I um, acquired a life coach through her mm. who the same life coach I still have today. That's and awesome. he put me onto this book called the four agreements. And I read that book, mm. I read that book. Like it was my law. And like, if I broke it, I was literally going to die. Yeah. And man. I, wow. I lived that those principles for like six to 10 months. Um, unapologetically, I didn't care what I had to do. I didn't care about my responsibilities. All I was focused on was revamping my life. Mm-hmm. And one day I woke up, man. And I had, it was literally, I, I learned a new vocab- vocabulary. I had a different operating system. Mm. It was like uh, I don't know. You know, you know who Byron Katie is. I've heard the name. She's the she's a woman who had uh, a spiritual awakening when she saw a cockroach crawling on her, and she had noticed that like oh before I saw the cockroach I didn't pay any attention to it but as soon as I noticed it my mind immediately went to freaking out and like that was her awakening. Wow. So for me it was similar in that I literally woke up one day and was a different human being. The way that I thought was different, the way that I spoke was different. I automatically had this confidence and this self-love just instilled in me because of the work I had done previously. So fast forward to now, it hasn't been all fucking rainbows, right? There's been a lot of learning, <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun up. But with that new operating system, I'm now able to fill my cup first. Mm-hmm. And it's become so important for me to pass that along because that's how I stay sane. Um, and how I do that is just helping other people helping bring them from the darkness to the light. And uh, that's what I do today. And it's, and it's all manifested from my dark journey with myself. Without it, mm. I wouldn't be the person I am today. So, Wow, man. <laughs> that's unbelievable. You know, it's, you said uh, you know, you, your mom was spiritual, which, which kind of hel- helped you with yeah. that. But I think it sometimes takes uh, something else, too. Do you think that there's something like um, – that you actually attained maybe, I don't want to say genetically, but through your mom's actual just consciousness that you adopted some of that? Because I know people too who have, had, who have family that have their, their conscious, there's conscious people in the family and then there's, there's like no drive from their close, like either their children or, or vice versa to yeah. be involved in this when they see that that's obviously helping, but they don't. So do you, do you think that, that you actually attained some sort of like spiritual antenna, so to speak, from your from your mom? Yeah, I think so because she she's now I think fifty two and she started this journey when she was like thirty five. And so I was quite I was young and I watched her I didn't know what it was at the time, I didn't know what she was doing, but I remember being a young kid going up to her room and, and see her meditating. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, Oh no, I'm just being weird again. She's just doing this weird thing where she sits silently in her room. But when it came time that my life fell apart, I knew exactly what to do mm-hmm. because I had watched her as a role model. Um, she, I, had, I had watched how she's transformed her life through all the family trauma and the things that have happened in her life. Mm-hmm. And so when it came time to really put my, uh, put my money where my mouth was, I knew exactly what to do. And I wouldn't have known that unless I had her as that role model. Wow. So she kind of paved the way. And, and she, during this whole time, she's never told me what to do. If I ask her questions, she tells me, you know, maybe which direction to look, but that's the extent of it. And then she, she urges me to go experience it and find out on my own. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, without her, it's, um, I don't know where I would be, where I would be. And it's very, she has eight siblings and not one of them Whoa. is the same. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. I think there's two types of people, right? Everyone experiences trauma. Yes. And trauma is either going to prompt you to bury your head in the sand, adopt a victim mentality and just kind of succumb to it and accept, oh, maybe this is the way life is. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to say, no fucking way is this how life is. There mm-hmm. has to be more. And you're going to go out and find that. Right. And I'm just so lucky to have a role model that did that because I look around in my friends and even my own family, my extended family, and there's nobody else in our family that's like that. And wow. so there's a reason that I think to go even further, I was born to this family and I was put through what I am. I was put through and uh, everything is led up in such divine timing that there's a reason for all of that. It's, 
it's we there's no such thing as coincidences no, you know? no I, agree. I agree do you think that uh since you started this being that you've now obviously become more of a light in 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 the in the family consciousness i should say like the tribal consciousness of the family mm-hmm. do you see people in your family reaching out to you asking you questions about what you're doing and or, or do you like not see that they're like, what are you, are you like doing weird shit? Like, like you said yeah. you about your mom. Yeah. Is that, is that what they're like? So I've seen a mix of both. Right. So yeah. I have, I think I have like 25 cousins, maybe a little bit more on just one side. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you see a mix. I have a couple cousins who I'm extremely close with. Um, but then I have other cousins who I don't really talk too much and it's because of, there's so much trauma in my extended family mm-hmm. that my mom chose to walk away from and say, Hey, listen, none of you guys are owning the shit that we all experienced. And you're calling me crazy for wanting to heal and bring this stuff to the light. So I'm out mm-hmm. and it's watching her. her. Yeah. That's the strongest thing I've ever seen anybody ever do. Yeah. Especially in family. That shit's hard. Yeah. And to not stick around for your family's bullshit and not just, not just be their punching bag because they're family and their blood. Like that's, it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't know. You shouldn't let anybody treat you like a doormat, even if they are your family, right? Set a boundary. If they can't respect it, then you need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. So I, to answer your question, I do have some cousins that do reach out to me, but others don't. So it's a little, at first I pushed it on them and I was like, Hey, this is the way until <laughs> I got more involved and I realized they need to figure it out for themselves. Right. Yeah. So, it's, it's a nice balance, but at the end of the day, you, I, I just have to let people live, and when they're ready, they'll come to me. Mm, mm, that's unbelievable, <laughs> man. So what has been the most transformative thing in your journey that you've really found has really allowed you to see yourself for what you were and actually was like the catalyst to be like, wow, this is the, this is the tipping point. Like this is really the thing that helps me stay on the level. Cause I know the four agreements cause I personally read that book myself and speaking mm-hmm. impeccably and those things are like a reprogramming system. And like to your point too, it was really cool not to get sidetracked from the question, but it's as cool how you said like you just woke up one morning, but it's not just waking up one morning. It's like right. a 10 year overnight <laughs> success type thing. Like mm-hmm. you, you spent X amount of time working on this and then the payoff happens magically sometimes in a night, like you wake up and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. Right. So. Um, so my, uh, the most transformative episode, I guess you could say, or, or, or happening. Um, I'd have to say the, I did a 12 day silent retreat wow. in Massachusetts. And, um, so I'll start by, uh, I was telling a little bit about it. It's a completely free retreat where you go and you meditate for 10 hours, 11 hours a day for 12 days straight. And you have no phone, no eye contact, no writing, no reading, no exercise, no um, sexual pleasuring, no physical contact, like even shaking someone's hand. You have none of that. No so way. it's complete abstinence. It's, you're basically living the life of a monk mm-hmm. for 12 days. And uh, I went just for the silence because I was like, damn, my life's pretty hectic. I kind of would just want to be quiet. (laughs) I didn't real. I literally did not realize that, oh, fuck, I have to meditate for 11 hours a day until I got there. (laughs) And I was like, damn, I don't know if I could do this. But um, I did it and I I made a pact with myself that I said, you know, you know what? I'm here. I don't know when I'm going to do this again. Let me run a little experiment on myself Mm -hmm. and do this as best as possible, completely just buy into the whole idea and meditate every single hour that is prescribed. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned from that retreat is one, we are way more resilient and strong than we think we are. Yeah, man. Um, and when we connect the mind to the body and view the relationship between those two and our outside environment, we realize how, how real manifestation is how real, um, you know, the, the, the mind to body connection is and how much control we have over all of that. So while I was sitting there meditating a couple times, it goes through three different parts. You start just by focusing on the breath coming in the nose. After day three, you start, uh, sharpening your focus and just noticing the breath literally hitting your nostrils or your upper lip. 
mm-hmm. and you do this all day. That's the only type of meditation you do. Whoa. And yeah, it's pretty Whoa. intense. It, it sharpens your mind to the point where, and this is what I was going to get to, you can literally think of a point on your body and direct your focus to it and it'll start pulsing and vibrating and maybe even twitching. You're sending all of your energy and all of your attention to that one spot. Hmm. So this, the, the, the bigger um, picture of what this was all for was to realize we all have these, um, these conditions that we're stuck in, right? These, whether they're thought patterns or physical addictions. Um, but what we don't realize because our minds are so gross, right? They're not, they're not sharply focused. They're, they're constantly inundated by so many right. things. Yeah. And, and we often think that we're, uncont- we're out of control or we don't know where these, um, where these addictions came from, or where these thoughts came from. When you can sharpen the mind, you realize that the body will give you the response first. So you'll have some type of shift in energy or you'll have some type of chill or, or when your mind is that sharp, you, you literally feel these things coming on before they actually happen. Mm. So coming out of this retreat, I was much more able to have a sharp mind, have a balanced mind and I'm so much less reactive. I know that if I'm stuck in a thought pattern that I don't want to be in, I literally have to starve it. So as soon as you notice your attention going to it, bring your attention back to something else and don't feed it because the more you feed it, the more you reinforce it, the more it happens. Mm. And so that, that retreat was literally 10 days of practice starving all of our bad habits and starving all of our thought patterns that no longer serve us. And you become just a clean slate. It was so powerful to the point where I picked up my phone afterwards and it felt, it felt this big in my hand and it hurt my eyes to look at. And I almost forgot how to drive when I got in my car. Like people were like, people were like, Oh, you went without your phone for 12 days. Maybe that's why I was like, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. Something changed in my brain where I didn't even recognize what I was holding in my hand. Mm-hmm. So it was such a profound experience. I've talked about it on my Instagram a couple times, but completely free, all inclusive. They give you food. They give you a place to sleep. Um, everything you could ever want. And it's the is most- it in Raynham? Is it in Raynham or is it in like- It's in, uh, oh man, it's right above Greenfield. Greenfield. It's like up uh, north Northwest Mass. Northwest Mass. No kidding. Hmm. I gotta oh, check this place. It's in Shelburne Falls. Shelburne Falls, dude. I gotta check this out. I got a yeah. two-year-old, so it'd be really hard to go away for ten for twelve days. But at the end of the day, it sounds like something like what I'm hearing is it's it's similar to what people describe in a plant medicine journey, but on a on a much on a much a much more uh, self-driven, like you know, without the tool of the plant. It's more just right. a, you know what I mean. That's that's yeah. Fun. I, I would say I've I've only done certain plant medicines, but none that are like I've have, I've never done the ayahuasca or the San Pedro. Um, but I would say I would speculate that this takes almost more willpower because once you take the drug, you don't have a choice. Once you're at the meditation retreat, you always have a choice whether you leave or not. Really? So there's yeah, no like, can, there's no like lock in. They're like, all right, day one, you're here, man. <laughs> all right. No, a lot of people. A lot of my family were worried, like, hey, are you going to a cult? Like, what's the deal? Are you going to be able to leave? Like, like what's happening? Um, but it was just such – it was so refreshing to just surrender and really tap into that, that the only tough day I had was day five where <clears throat> I was – I literally broke down into tears in the meditation room because I was so frustrated. I couldn't get the practice, and I, it was really – I was in my head, and I was trying to force things, and I got up and left the room. And like stomped it out. I remember like a little five-year-old and, and <laughs> shed more tears and then came back and tried it again and things just clicked. And from day five on, it was the most beautiful experience ever. I was taking cold showers. I was eating very vegetarian. So I was so clear. It was just an all-inclusive in, uh, trip. If you can do it, definitely do it. Yeah, I'm going to definitely look that and look into that. Wow, man, that's incredible. So meditation on a level of uh, deep-seated why, that's like that's that's on a whole nother level of meditation because i've done a lot of long meditations but never mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 to 11 hours like that's 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 it's really actually like causing me to have a little bit of anxiety inside thinking about that yeah. like meditating that long and in, in the weirdest of ways so the so we would go from four in the morning four thirty in the morning the gong would ring and 
I would literally be in my dreams, like having these vivid dreams of like crazy shit, like violence. I'm dying. Other people are dying. I'm killing people. Like it's wild. Yeah. And then be, I would be, be woken up by the gong, which wasn't intrusive, but it was loud enough. Yeah. <laughs> I would literally just stand up. I would sit up out of bed like the undertaker with my with my blanket already on me and i would just walk down to the hall my eyes closed and just sit down on my mat and just meditate for three hours straight and then i would eat, i would eat breakfast and then you go back and you meditate for i think two hours you eat lunch you have a little time to a little, a little break like an hour or two break and then you go back and meditate for four hours and then you have um uh you don't eat past noon so at six o'clock, you're just having tea and then you have a one more hour meditation at night and then you watch a, a video that the creator of this course made and then you go to bed and you start it over. No way, man. That is, yeah. that's intense. That's intense. And you said too, that you're eating um, all vegetarian food too. So that's a whole, I'm sure there's a whole, if you're previously not eating vegetarian and then you go there, that's a whole other mental game that you got to go through. So it's yep. really, de- it's a really, a, that's, that's, an, that's an, a wild course, man, because it's super deconstructive. Like it really pulls you through like your, your, the things that you use to self-soothe that might mm-hmm. not, you know, it's like what the cleanse does for, if you do a cleanse for Purium, it like teaches me, taught me yeah. for me, taught me my relationship with food. That was the biggest thing it taught me. Like there were times where I would like realize that like the only reason right now that I'm going to go get this particular food is to not have to deal with a particular emotion. Oh, that's a fact. You know what I mean? It's not that I'm hungry right now. It's just that I I don't feel like dealing with the fact that like I'm frustrated with my daughter because she doesn't want to like take a bath right now or you know what I mean? Like any of that stuff. So it's, it's, it's pretty incredible, man. So I also love that you do, cold baths dude because this for me as a new revolution i think that's happening and i gotta i gotta credit like wim hof where credits you know credits do because i feel like he was a big proponent for bringing this to the uh to the mainstream but i would love to know how not only did you get into it but how have you how how has it helped you what have you noticed a difference in since you started doing ice baths I could talk all day about this. This, uh, So I did my first ice bath in, I'd say, 2011 or 12 when I was in college. So that's when I was playing baseball. And they brought us into the trainer's room. And they were like, hey, you know, jump in this cold bath. Um, So I did it, not even thinking. I don't even – I wasn't scared. I wasn't anxious. I just did it because I had no idea what I was experiencing. Right. (laughs) it's and and it's interesting to note that because now when i look at my life when it's much more um muddy i guess you could say and we're we're much more conditioned adults and we have a lot more anxieties and stress now i overthink the piss out of the cold water <laughs> and it's interesting to notice that when you don't have those blockages it was just cold but now there's all these anxieties associated with it and all this crazy shit so why That's i do yeah, it's, it's crazy. I put that together one day and I was like, holy shit, we're pretty gunked up. We need to work through this. Yeah. Man. So, um, so I do, I do uh, cold showers every day. I haven't yeah. touched cold water or warm water in about three months. And so full cold straight through whole time. No warm, no warm. I just step in. I, so it's cold, but when I step in, it's, it's like, say this is all the way cold. Yeah, I'm yeah. unhappy. So it's not all the way cold, but it's just you. like a little bit of, so, and then I'll get in and I'll, I'll just do my breathing. I'll get through the initial shock and then I'll just go straight cold and I'll take my full shower in the cold. Okay. But why I do it is because as you know, that mental component, right? So if it's not pushing me to grow, I don't want to do it. And that's part of my problem because I don't know how to just chill. I'm always trying, I'm always trying to go after something and grow and like, if it's not pushing me to the edge, I don't want to do it at all. Yeah. So <laughs> with the cold baths, um, I just did one today. We got it down to 36 degrees and why I do it. Number one is because of the, uh, the nervous system response, right? When you jump in cold water, your body immediately goes into fight or flight and you have a choice. Either you're going to literally flight out of the bath mm-hmm. or you're going to sit there and endure 
which is the equivalent to fight, you're going to endure whatever you're going through. And so if you can train yourself to be calm during those moments and how we get calm during the ice baths is through the breath, overriding that hyperventilation response and just forcing yourself to take long, centered, deep breaths. Mm. If that happens, that translates over to a much more calm nervous system during your life. You're a better communicator. You're not so jumpy. The nervous system literally controls everything from how much you can, if you, it, whether you can touch your toes mm -hmm. to how you react if somebody uh, is arguing with you, right? So that's, that's the main reason why I do it um, because I want to have full control over, over my mind. And if I'm in a stressful situation, I want to be able to just tap into the breath and not com compartmentalize, not overthink what's going on, but really just be present in the heat of the moment. And cold baths have allowed me to do that because it is such a shock. Yeah, it literally lights uh, you up right as soon as you touch it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's like it's like turned into somewhat of a drug for me. Like I have to get my cold water every day because it's such an endorphin release and it's such a neurotransmitter relief that I, I need that in my life now. Yeah, um, but the more, the more physical benefits are, uh, improved circulation, decreased inflammation. Um, it helps create brown fat, which helps you burn the bad fat. Um, what are the other ones? I think that's it. There are a couple more. Yeah. There's some other stuff like some deep science stuff that, uh, I've, I've heard about and, for, it's it, it's that it really like you said what it is is that it's that ability to recognize that moment when your body's like dude get the fuck out of the cold water and you're like how about no <laughs> how about i'm gonna chill right now and you're gonna sit in the cold water because we're safe and i think that that's something right there in itself that is for people who haven't even ever actually touched the cold water can experience that for themselves like i've not actually gone through the experience but i've touched cold water before that they didn't want to touch or even fallen in snow before <laughs> Like, you know that feeling. So you can create it right now without even getting in there just by thinking about it. And to yep. know that you can override that once you actually get in there. Like, that, there's a power in there. It's, I mean, it gets a little esoteric sounding, but there's a magic in there. There's, like, literally us being the alchemists of our, or our neurobiological system. It's, it's mm -hmm. us saying, hey, listen, I'm going to override the chemical dump that's about, about to happen right now. Because yep. the normal chemical dump's going to be like super cortisol driven, like get me out, I need to run. Then it's going to flip once that nervous system calms down and you're going to get that serotonin, that dopamine, and that just that full body relaxation that, like you said, translates into your ability to not flip out if somebody cuts you off in traffic right. or, you know, all those wild little, little pieces to the puzzle that end up happening from it. I remember, um, I forget when it was, but this, I, I it just popped into my mind as we were, we were, as we were talking. And this is the real reason why I started them back up after college. I used to have intense panic attacks in the cold mm. and I, it, it feels like so long ago. And that's how I forgot about it at first. But I remember I used to step out, like the first time it ever happened, I left a friend's house and I was literally walking to my car and it's like I got stabbed in the center of my back and it was just this cold, this cold knife of fear that literally went through my body. And by the end of that walk to my car, I wasn't walking, I was sprinting to my car, hyperventilating, trying to unlock the car at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like I was just stricken with fear. And I got in my car finally, and my back is cramped. I can barely breathe. Like, my mind is racing. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I think I was like 19. <clears throat> I was like, what just happened? Damn it. I don't even know where I am. Like, this is crazy. I don't know what happened. Mm. So it happened over and over and over for years. And I think it took two years um, for me to get fed up enough to be like, all right, I got to do something about this. And the only – I didn't ask anybody. I was embarrassed to talk about it. Mm. The only thing that made sense was I need to put myself in the cold and figure out what the fuck's going on. Right. Self-experiment. So, exactly. So I said, let's see. I, this makes me miserable. Let me go make myself miserable in a controlled way and figure out what happens. So what I noticed is that um, I was also studying mindfulness at the time. When you're super present to the moment, that's the only way where you can notice those subtle happenings. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the onset of that panic attack. If you're not mindful and you're not in your body and you're not in the present moment, you're going to completely miss 
the onset of that and you're never going to be able to find the answer. So I would put myself in the cold and I would sit and I would just wait and I would notice how my body started ramping up the anxiety mm -hmm. until it hit me and I, and then it overtook my body. So the first couple of times I freaked out and I wasn't able to do it, but I kept working at it and I kept breathing through that. And I came to learn that our body, kind of like the Vipassana retreat, our body is constantly giving us signs of what we're about to experience mm. or what we're about to feel. And there's some science out there that says your body is anticipating the happening of events before you even know that they're happening. Yes. So once I really tapped into that, I was like, holy fuck, this, like you said, this is pure alchemy. This is pure magic that is happening. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to explain it other than let's just ride the wave instead of trying to figure it out. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that was my journey with the cold. And, and once I saw like we really have full control over the things that scare us, we just need to face them. Mm -hmm. um, that's that was the beginning of the end for me. And I just haven't I haven't let off the gas on that. Mm. I've really just been, like I said, cold showers every single day, cold baths three times a week. And uh, just really let's see. Let's see how far we can grow with this. Yeah, man. What I love about it too is I watch your Instagram and you know, there's a lot of people out there now, some of the bigger Instagram influences out there are doing the ice bath stuff, but they've, you know, built themselves this wild ice chest or now there's a company out there. I forget what they're called. I think they're called ice pool or, or cold pool. And I mean, they're like $11,000 ice tubs mm -hmm. that are phenomenal. I mean, they're great. Don't get me wrong. Like I would love to own one, but what I love about what you're doing is, is you're making it simple. You're making it so yeah. that way it's not like, well, I can't do an ice bath. You, yeah. You're making it so that way it's like, yeah, of course you can do an ice bath. So what is it that you use to do your ice baths? Because I've seen so, I love you, my audience to know what you use. So I, uh, at first, <laughs> it's actually funny. The other day, I, we have like a 55 gallon drum that turned out to not be a 55 gallon drum. It was like a 30 gallon drum. <laughs> so I came home, I had like a hundred pounds in ice and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to grab that and fill it. Well, I get it. And it's literally like, it's, it's like this big. And I don't think you can see it. It's like probably four feet around maybe. Yeah. And it's only three feet deep. Like I couldn't even fit my chest up to it. My <laughs> knees were tucked in. Like I, I didn't even fit in it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is, this is cool and all, but I need to make this work. So I went to Tractor Supply and I bought a hundred gallon, uh, um, stock tank and it's got the drain on the side and it's, it, I think it was like 80 bucks. And so that just sits out in my yard and I fill it with halfway with water. I put a hundred pounds of ice in today. I actually did 140 cause I was feeling risky and <laughs> the ice don't cost me. If you have a BJ's membership, it's literally $17 for a hundred pounds of ice. Wow. And you just go, you dump it in, you get your, you, you experiment with your ratio of water to ice and you sit your ass in that water and you just experiment and you deal with what comes up. And I remember yesterday I went, it was so funny. I was at BJ's and, and the woman behind the counter ended up signing me up for a credit card for $4,000. I never asked for it. She really pissed me off. So I was like, God oh, damn yeah. it. This is like so maddening, but I knew that I had just got the ice and I was going to go home and completely forget about what the fuck just happened. Yeah. So as soon as I got in that ice, it was like that never happened. And it's impossible to get out of an ice bath in a bad mood. It just, it's impossible. Mm. You're so high and you are so euphoric and you're so proud of what you just did that nothing else matters except for that moment. So it's, mm. um, the ice baths are extremely simple. They don't need to be this exaggerated thing. My next step, however, is to get a deep freezer. Because yes. I want to be able to plug it in. I want to have. Uh, I don't want to have to buy ice anymore. I just want to have that cold water on deck whenever I want. Yeah, I've actually seen a couple. My my other buddy, my buddy Kyle, that I've talked to you about. Uh, him and I have talked about building one, and I've watched a lot of videos on them now. And there's a lot of great guys out there now putting out videos telling you how to make them and do it, so that way you don't have to clean them so much by adding certain pumps and like salt water filters to them, and all these cool things. And then like now you can take it even a step further. And I've seen like. Uh, um, some of the athletes out there that own them, some of the pro athletes, they'll, they'll use like CBD powder, uh, or, um, like, uh, bath salts, like CBD bath salts in there, or they'll use, um, different kinds of essential oils or Epsom salts and all that type of stuff to really, uh, take it up another level. So that's going to be cool. I think for you when you get that. And I think what's even cooler for me now is, is that, uh, 
I'm going to be like, yo, Kyle, like let's, let's go out and just buy a bunch of like horse troughs and just start, <laughs> start having like big ice bath parties and just go nuts, you know? Cause we had been talking about doing it with freezers, man. But it's like, <laughs> we started looking into what it would have cost us. And I was like, we get like five freezers. It's going to be like a couple of, <laughs> it just got, it got too crazy. Exactly. So we can, we can do it the old, old fashioned way and just get a bucket. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. And, uh, I think that's the best part. So I, it's so funny you say, let's go to a party with an ice bath because I have a party Friday to go to a going away party for someone. And I'm contemplating bringing the bucket and like 120 pounds. And it's interesting because, and this is like another social experiment. So I'm a, I'm a psych major at the same time. So I'm constantly oh, wow, yeah. into human behavior to the point where I've lost friends because I'm like too analyzing and I'm like, <laughs> oh, because, of this, because of this. And then nobody wants to hear that. So, Dude, I'm uh, the same damn way. And I am not a psych major, but I've analyzed my friends to the point of them being like, you know what, bro? You. See you later. <laughs> you know what? You just hit everything that I you has wrong with me on the head, and I didn't want to hear it, so I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I just dig and I dig and I dig and I dig, and it's I do the same to myself on an on an exponential level, and so I got to really reel it back with both parties, other people and myself. But you know, I was thinking about bringing this ice bath to the party, and I bet you people who have told me no over and over and over and over would do it if it's in a different setting like that. Probably, man. So it's, it's a way to introduce people. It's a way to really take the heaviness out of the activity because there is some anxiety when you go into it. Um, but that's just another part of the practice. Yes. Is, is to really work through the anxiety to notice it. Right? You can't change anything you haven't noticed yet. You haven't become aware to. So to notice it, feel it, and then let it go, work through it. Mm. So something I'm Plus, contemplating in the community too, man. I think there's something about community. I don't know if you're a, a fan of, um, Aubrey Marcus or, or, or yeah. uh, um, Lewis Howes or any of those guys. Um, Lewis Howes has a podcast called the school of greatness. And he brought a bunch of guys to Poland to, uh, like I think a whole group, like I think it was like 10 or 12 guys to go with Wim and do his whole experience. And there I was a dude. That. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And there was a dude named humble, the poet there. And mm -hmm. Dude never even swam before and jumped in a frozen waterfall, like into oh the frozen God. like lake waterfall. And I heard a podcast with him later and he literally described that like he's like, I never, ever, ever would have done that unless I was around all these people in this community doing it. So there is something I think to the psychology of when you, cause even if it was only you that got in the tub and somebody watched you do it, they might be like, wow, man, you can actually do that. Like someone can actually do that. And it's like the Roger Bannister effect. It's like, it's all of a sudden you see that it's possible. It like turns the trigger on in the brain. Like, yeah, I can do that. I can go do that. Yep. So it's kind of like, I I'm not sure if you, the Roger Bannister effect, is that the guy who ran the, the three minute mile? Yeah. Yeah. And like, everybody was like, dude, like before he ran it, people would tell you like, if you try to do it, you're going to die. Your heart's going to yeah. explode and you're going to die. And then he did it. And then the year after high school students were doing it, people all over the world were accomplished. It was like hundreds of people who accomplished it after. Yep. So it's literally like, I, I, I talked to this guy, um, his name is Brian Scott. He is a, the host of the reality revolution podcast. And um, he talks about the social, social memory complex this this network of like everybody's thoughts and in, in in like a network just like we have network marketing and it like spans out of the directions of like closest to you and it just like goes into this big network so it's amazing like if you see that that he did that and then people who didn't even heard that he had had actually accomplished it all the way across the world eventually accomplish it and it's like all of a sudden like there's a trigger consciously in the collective that Oh, we can do this. So that's what's happening, man. But what do you, uh, like one more question I'd love to ask you is like, what are you super excited about right now? Like, what are you doing right now that you're super stoked on? Oh man. The answer to that is obviously Purium. While I'm on this call, I'm hitting director and I've accomplished my goals. So yes, was, congratulations, man. Thank you, bro. This is something. So network marketing, like we talked about before, we chatted a little bit about it. It is a scary thing because it has so many connotations and people don't know what it's about. They think they're getting scammed and, and there's more money blockages and financial blockages now than I think there ever were. I agree with people that. People are clenching onto their money so tightly. And when you visualize this, right, for the people listening, when you're clenching onto your money, sure, you're holding onto it real tight with both hands, squeezing it. It's not leaving your hand, but nothing is also getting in your hand. Mm. So 
your hand, you, what you have is what you have and you're not allowing anything new to come in. So when I personally, when I really learned how to flow and how to use money as the energy and the tool that it really is, mm -hmm. my entire life opened up. So a backstory on that, I was in 80,000 worth of debt when I was 17 years old from college. Oh my God, man. Yeah. So think of Imagine that as a mindset when you're 17 and you're like, fuck, well, there goes my life. Like I'm going to no pay shit. off this life. <laughs> so, so that was my mindset. So that's what I'm up against trying to unwrite. And this is the first time network marketing is the first time that I have been able to open my mind enough to the possibility that money is a tool. And if I don't let it come and go freely, then I'm going to be stuck in the spot where I am forever and nothing's ever going to get better unless I really welcome the unknown and the scariness about money and try to work through that. I'm going to be stuck. So this network marketing opportunity has um, really pushed me to get through those blockages because if I didn't, I would have been, I wouldn't have invested in the first place. Mm. So investing was the first point and then asking other people to invest, which I always felt guilty about is the second part. Mm. And then getting them to be confident in their money and why people are doing this and getting to learn the purpose is a third part. So aligning with this company and them having the purpose and the holistic nature and the, the slogan, you know, you have to help more people first. Yeah. Um, that is why I feel so good about this. And that's why I've endured more personal development in these last 14 days than I have the entire year of 2020. Yeah. And maybe 2019. <laughs> yeah. This has worked through some of my deepest blockages, just helping people get healthy. It's so much more um, than just network marketing. It's like a personal development plan with a compensation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it 100% is. I mean, we've actually, with the group of friends who, who are all of us are brand partners, we actually started a group called the Diamond Light Rising. And we have people come in, every person that signs up underneath us or, or even just buys a product, even if they just buy the power shake, we invite them into the group. And the reason for the group really is, is that it's a constant stream of like, personal development knowledge, meditation knowledge, journaling, healthy foods, recipes. It's just like a constant flood of like, this is not just us asking you to buy, like come and buy my power shaker, come and buy, do a 10 day cleanse. Like after you're done, like I don't want you to just finish your 10 day cleanse. Like I want you to be able to reestablish a lifestyle like with, with this whole new way of living. Because if anybody who's ever done one, I mean, I did the cleanse, literally did the cleanse thinking to myself, there's no real thing that could possibly happen better than what I'm already doing because I've been eating, I've been eating organically and clean, like very, very strict for years. So I'm like, yep. not, I, I honestly did it to do it along with my, with my group. Everybody was like, Hey, we should do a big 10 day cleanse together. And like, let's, let's like do some stuff and we'll get some people to come in. And I was like, uh, all right all right. I mean, I don't think I really need a cleanse, but I've never really done like a, like a real one. Let's do it. So I do it dude. By day four, I'm like, something's happening. Day five. I'm like, something has definitely happened. Dude, by day 10, I literally was like, I have never in my life felt like this or lost the, the type of inflammatory yep. size on my gut. I, it wasn't fat. It was just inflammation was gone. And like, people asked me, they're like, dude, how'd you get abs like in 10 days? And I was like, I didn't, they were there. They were just under a layer of like inflammation and, 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 yep. and toxins. So it's like, it's not a weight loss thing. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a come and buy my product. And then like, see you later. It is definitely like a company that has taught me that if you help people, if you, if you truly desire helping people, that's how you get compensated. If you just want to be a, someone who sells product, you will not make it in this particular company. Like you mm -hmm. have to help people. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's uh, that's why there's so the, the community and the support in, in Perium is so next level because nobody's ever forgotten about. And like you said, you took it upon yourself. This speaks to just what type of person this business attracts. You took it upon yourself to create a business that no matter what you buy, come join us and be a part of the support group. Like that's huge. Some people, I've been a part of network marketing where you buy something and then you never fucking talk to the person again until you see them on the news getting arrested for a pyramid scheme. Like that's, <laughs> that's what I was a part of. That, that was brutal. Yeah, man. So, uh, this is just so different. And um, besides the besides the network and networking and besides the support group, these products have changed my fucking life. Even in yeah. just 14 days, I've lost 12 pounds in 14 days. I've lost fat 
and I, I don't, I'm, I'm like five, six, 172 pounds. Like I don't hold a lot of weight in the first place. Right, right, right. But from my years of powerlifting and from my, all this bloat that I've put on and inflammation that no matter how much weight I lost, there was that little tire tube around the bottom of inflammation and just toxins and bad weight. This has fallen, that has fallen off within the first 12 days or 15 days of my cleanse. Yeah. And it's, it's a testament to what cleaning your gut does. Not only has the weight fallen off, my skin has got better. I have more energy. Yes. Um, I'm able to manifest better, which is like, what the fuck? Like, I'm literally thinking of people and they're texting me the next day or they're in my DMs right after. I'm like, what no. is happening? Kind of freaky. Trades, dude, I thought I experienced that exact. Dude, I swear it's a, it's a, it's a clarity and connectedness. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like if you had like your cell phone in your pocket in a brick building down in the basement you probably wouldn't get much signal. But if you had your cell phone like standing next to a tower with it up in the air, like clear as day, you're going to get that signal. That's what a cleanse is like. It like puts you right into the fabric of like connectivity because you get rid of all the stuff that's like, like tamping down your signal, like tamping down mm-hmm. your antennas, you know, it really is. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. And, and I'm glad I'm, I'm pumped that you, like, cause I didn't even really know that that's what you were into. And then like when I saw, when we talked the first time and you were like, yeah, dude, I'm doing Purium too. I'm like, what the hell dude? And it is, there is a group of people. There's a mindset of everybody that I've met in the entire organization so far that they share the similar values. They like, they care about the earth. They care about healing themselves. They care, uh, care about eating healthy food. They care about healing people they care about getting people off of medications that aren't serving them not like mm-hmm. as a doctor's way but just like saying hey listen try eating like this and you might be able to eliminate some of these things that you've been taking and that are might be hurting you more than they're helping you right this is a this gut health is a and i love this because it's not Purium didn't think of this right this is the truth of human beings yes. is that when you clean your gut and you get your gut in uh, in line with your mind right the gut to brain access is finally cleared this is what we're supposed to be living like. This isn't what Purium's telling you to do. This is what human biology and evolution is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Our, we get so junked up by food and by different parasites and all these different environmental factors, the heavy metals in the air and all the shit that's literal fact that some people still think is conspiracy theory, but it's scientific facts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it messes with our biology so much that it can literally knock us out of our, I guess you could say, energetic balance to the point where we have no more um, willpower. We don't have any more clear thoughts or mental clarity and our communication has gone to shit and mm. all of these things that you would never link to the gut because most people think that the gut is just for putting food in. Mm. Uh, it's really our first brain and I call it that because it is the first protector between anything that you put in your body and that substance. Yes. So when before it hits your brain, it hits your gut mm-hmm. and it's ha- our guts have to be aligned. They have to be working properly or else things like joint issues or things like your sleep sucks or you start to gain weight in crazy places or stuff that you wouldn't uh, attribute diseases that are even, even scarier. Yes. I, uh, speaking of that, I'm looking at my psoriasis for right now and it's not there because of this cleanse. See that it's like, stuff jacks me the <laughs> up, dude. Because I know through my years of dealing with food and studying food that most psoriasis and skin issues they come from our food system. They come from chemicals and byproducts, and not only just chemicals and byproducts, but foods that we are no longer supposed to be eating as adults. Mm-hmm. That we were maybe allowed to eat. Like certain dairy products destroy people's skin. After yep. uh, after a certain time of age, their body just doesn't the enzymatic makeup in your stomach just doesn't uh, doesn't allow for you to take in the quantity of dairy that you took when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. I know me, man. I could sit down and eat a box of cereal with like a gallon of milk and just be like, yeah. If I tried to do that stuff now, I'm sure I would look like something out of like, like Igor's lab. After I, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and I would not feel good at all. And it's because right. enzymatically we change; the gut changes. And one of the things I love most about this particular cleanse too is is that it rebuilds the gut microbiome, which is not even uh, like another thing that's not talked about much. It's just like the bacteria in our gut is literally mm-hmm. what's what's eating the foods that you eat. And if you don't have the right bacteria in your gut, then to your, like what you talked about, you end up getting that food, like gets on put on a back burner and it like hardens to the pan. And then once it yep. hardens to the pan, it like it, you show it, 
you show it on your stomach, you show it in your, in your skin, all the residues from that just leak out into your body. And then as soon as you stop the body from having to work so hard and everything else, and then like pressure wash the freaking the intestinal (laughs) lining out it's like magic happens man and not only that too like you said it's your first brain that's where all of our nutrients are absorbed so if you Mm -hmm. have that entire like caked up junk all in the inside of your intestinal wall you're not even absorbing the nutrients from the food that you're eating which is probably explaining some of your lethargy probably explaining some of the reason why your skin is misbehaving because it's not getting the nutrients from the food that it actually needs so it's it's, it's it, it's wild, man, mm-hmm. but like to you said, conspiracy, but science. It is. And I, I talked to – it's true. And I talked to someone today, man. Conspiracy is – it's putting into the idea that there is, there is like, a, there's like a, a sabotage that's trying to happen. Like I'm trying to like coerce this like evil little plot to make something not real that's, or, or to make something evil and demonized. That's not mm-hmm. what it is. It's, it's truth-seeking. It's – hunting facts and then scientifically putting them in a data on a data sheet and going, Hmm, that's interesting. That doesn't compute the way that I've been told, you yep. know? Well, there's such a thing as, and, and you've definitely heard of this, but cognitive dis- dissonance is so real to the point where, and what that is, is if I tell you something that is so against your upbringing, um, like say you've been told the sky is, is green your whole life. And then somebody says, hey, this guy is blue. You don't even have the capacity to take that in and, and re- refute or maybe accept that, that viewpoint because it's so out of left field for you that there's no way it could be true in your world, even though it's a literal fact. Mm-hmm. So when, when we come into these different ideas about gut health and about what we should be eating and, and, all, and like you said, conspiracy theories, a lot of them are – a lot of them have factual components to them, but – they're so unpopular because the majority of people are conditioned to think a certain way. Mm-hmm. And when anything combats that, that cognitive dissonance kicks in. And even if it's a true scientific fact, they say, nah, no way it can't happen because, and it, they're not even choosing to do so. It's their brains literally don't compute it. It's a psychological phenomenon that is crazy. I don't even understand it all it's the way. It's a Roger Bannister effect that we talked about earlier. Exactly. People think it can't be done until it is. And then still people think it's, it can't be done. Mm. But people start to come around to the uh, the idea, and people start to warm up to it, and it's it's kind of like uh, like the the whole glyphosate um, debate right now, and that people think there's not glyphosate in food, and it doesn't cause cancer, and it and it doesn't show birth defects and all this crazy shit. Right. It's the one of the biggest links to autism there is, and what it does when glyphosate's in your body, it's sprayed on even organic food, so you have to be careful where you're buying your food from. True. When you ingest Glyphosate not only has it changed the DNA of the food forever, you can't wash it off no matter what you have on there. Um, when it gets in your body, it kills the villi, and the villi are these little hairs in your intestine that absorb the nutrients. And so if, you, if your gut has been killed by glyphosate, which if you've lived and eaten an American diet, it has been. Mine yes. has been, yours has been, every single person who subscribed to an American diet has a significant amount of glyphosate in their system. It's sad, but that's true. And so in order, that's why these cleanses are so important because to get that out and then to reap the benefits of what a clean gut feels like is the ultimate goal. And then on top of that, you resume eating organically and your body can actually do something with the food. So it's like, oh my God, like I feel you're not eating as much. You're not eating such a variety of foods. You're just eating what comes from the earth and your body is perfectly fed our bodies are the perfect healing machine. It doesn't, we don't need anything else. Our bodies can heal themselves, Mm -hmm. but if there's tons of toxins in the way, it can't do that. Mm. So that's why it's on us to live as holistically as possible and really take care of our guts. Mm. I love it, dude. Was there anything that I, uh, I didn't ask you that I, that you wish I did ask you anything that you'd love to tell people talk about, uh, something, another subject that might be on your mind, anything like that? Really, it's just I, I'm, I'm happy that instead of telling you what I wish we talked about, I'll tell you what I was happy we talked about. I like that. I like that. And that, that is um, health, right? Because now is a day and age where, especially with all this fucking chaos that's going on in the world, the only thing that is for sh- that you for certain have control over is your health. Mm-hmm. Your job can be taken away. 
your house of your your place of living can be taken away. Your fuck in some people's case, your family can be ripped away from you. Yeah. So the only thing you have are the choices you make every single day as to what you do for your mental health and what you do for your emotional health and your physical health. So now more than ever, we need to be taking the best care as possible. Mm-hmm. And with all of the shady shit that's going on in the world, do your research. Look at different sources, uh, take in different points of view, drop what you think you know so that you can become a student because the minute you think you know it all, you stop learning. Mm-hmm. You stop growing. It's just like clenching so, the money, dude. It's just like clenching it is. the money. The minute you think that you're secure and you have everything, you've stopped the flow of abundance from life. It's not that we need to get more abundant. We need to drop down some of the walls so we can allow the abundance that's already here to, fro- to flow freely into us. Mm-hmm. So health and wellness is everything. You're either going to get healthy or you're going to get wealthy first and then spend all your money back on getting healthy. So do it first <laughs> so you can have a clean vessel and you are fully in control of what you're thinking, feeling, eating. It's possible for all of us. Money's not an excuse. Go take care of your health. Yeah, man. Ah, I love it, dude. Kyle, I love everything that you're doing, bro. I'm super stoked that we've connected. I'm really, I, th- I definitely think this is a start of a long-term relationship. I actually can't wait yeah, to connect, connect you with a bunch of like my, my buddy, Kyle. I'd love to have you come and speak to our healing collective because your message is literally in line with everything that we're doing. They will love you. Um, Dude, this is cool. And I know you're only in Connecticut. I'm, I'm in Massachusetts. So I'm sure at some point we can actually connect. We'll rip up an ice bath together, which would be super dope. Yes, um, yeah, man. How can people connect with you? I'd love for people to be able to go find you, connect with you, all that stuff. Where can they find you? So I, um, I have a website called theloveshop.com that um, it's funny. We, I didn't even bring that up. It's, it's like, it's so strange, but that's something that started by accident. And I would love to share the story sometime on that. Yeah. Um, but that's where, you know, I, I, I kind of spread my message and I have some t-shirts there. But my main platform is Instagram. This kid loves. Um, you'll see my page there. It says I'm a health coach. It says all these things that I do. But I'm just people, man. I, I, I try to be a mirror and I try to grow every single day and take some people with me. So, um, yeah, I look forward to connect to anybody that finds me there. And let's run it up. Let's keep yeah, going. Man. I'll link everything up in the description, too, so people can go find you real quick. And uh Dude, thank you so much, brother. I'm super grateful for the work that you're doing. I'm super grateful for your vulnerability and for being a self-scientist and actually taking the time to analyze some of your stuff, you know, and not just take it for the what it is at surface and do the deep work because when you do the deep work, you can be a lighthouse on the on the shore for other people, man. And and people who are looking for that light will come. And I think that that's what's happening. I think that's why you're seeing such success in Purium. I think that's why all the stuff, the good things that are happening around you are happening because you are a, a strong lighthouse on the shore, bro. So dude, I'm stoked to know you and thanks again, brother. I hope you have a good yeah. rest of the night, man. You couldn't have said it better, brother. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to talk again. Yeah, brother. Thanks so much, man. And have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. You Later, you. brother. Thanks, Kyle. Bye, buddy. Thank you all so much for joining me on another episode of the Longer Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation I had with Kyle DeGenero. Uh, super cool dude. A lot of cool information about ice baths, uh, how you can really make some deep change in your life. Uh, I, I'm telling you that 12-day Vipassana retreat is quite quite the uh, event, man. I could only imagine you can't not being able to have contact with anybody. I really give him credit for going through that and it is something that intrigues me because I'm sure that there has to be some sort of neurological thing that happens when you completely disconnect from what you're normally doing every single day. Um, I really think you guys would would do you great to go connect with Kyle. Uh, he's got an amazing Instagram page where he is constantly throwing up content and great information. He does a lot of IGTV stuff where he just basically drops knowledge. Um, it's cool to watch him do his ice baths. It's very inspiring. It, he basically shows you how easy it can be to just do something like that at home. Um, yeah, I was. this was a great conversation, a lot of fun. I'm excited to continue talking to Kyle. We're not far from one another, so there's always a possibility that we could connect in person. Um, excited about that. Maybe do an ice bath. I'd really like to do an ice bath with him. That'd be a really cool time. Um, I'm excited to get my own ice bath tub now. You know, I was originally all jacked up, wanted to get me this big freezer and you know, I could do it, but it would take me a lot of time saving a lot of money and slowly but surely it would take some time and 
to have to spend over well over probably a thousand dollars to get the ice chest i could just go buy a uh stock a stock feed tub and do an ice bath that way with some ice from the store so i'm kind of excited to go give that a shot um and i will probably be putting stuff up on my instagram page in regards to that so if you guys want to watch that keep an eye out on my instagram page and uh you'll be able to see when i do the first ice bath i'll make a video and show you the whole process. I'll probably have my good buddy Kyle there with me too. Not this Kyle, the other Kyle, who <laughs> you've probably heard on uh, a previous episode of my first episode, Kyle Boyd. So um, I love all you guys so much. Uh, thank you again for all of you who have donated. If you would like to donate and you haven't yet, please go follow the link uh, and click support and that will take you to another link and you can donate anywhere from 99 cents a month all the way up to $10 a month and or $9.99 a month this would mean the world to me and it would also help this podcast grow to many different areas including i really would like to get some video on this podcast eventually um as well as some different audio things to make the audio a little bit better um get a website going a newsletter all sorts of great stuff. Um, so if you guys are into that and you are feeling that you're gaining value from this show and you're called to donate, please go follow that link. It would mean the world to my family and I. So thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's checked out Perium. Thank you to everybody who's reached out and commented and gone over to Apple Podcast. I love all you all so much. Uh, I'm excited for next week. It's going to be a real interesting episode. It's going to be one that's uh, definitely a little different than uh, it's a little out there and it's awesome. So I love you all. Have a wonderful week this week. Stay positive. Stay happy. And we will see you next Monday. Love you all so much. Peace.